Yo, what's going on, bro Jackson? A little homage to one of the greatest to never win it, the other being Barry Sanders, of course. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Monday, February 8th, 2021, and this is Season 8, Episode 16. And today I'm going to be talking about haters. Yeah, I'm looking at my computer right now, and I see all these posts about Tom Brady. Everybody talking about how Tom Brady is a, a cheater and how he shouldn't win the Super Bowl and how they don't like him for this, that, and the other reason. And I'm here to tell you that, you know what? There's going to be haters. No matter how good you are, obviously Tom Brady is the greatest of all time and he's still got haters. So no matter how good you are, you're going to have haters. So today we're going to be talking about how you overcome that hatred and become the goat in your own mind. So let's get right in. Oh, before I say, before we get into it, yeah, I I got to I got to do this. I wouldn't be doing my job here and uh, recording these podcasts and putting them out without asking you to leave a rating or review and to share this with a friend, family member or total stranger. Why not? <laughs> All right. So anyways, let's get into it. Episode 16, season eight. How to be a goat. Let go. Oh, man, I wanted to talk about this for a little bit. Uh, I've been a Patriots fan for a while, and uh, we've had some uh, good runs with our, my guy Tom Brady. And he uh, just won his uh, first Super Bowl without the Patriots. He won it over at the, with the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. And I wanted to talk about that today. Now, I'm not going to talk football. I'm actually going to talk a little bit about mindset, uh, more specifically about haters. Because, uh, man, the world is filled with haters. Lots and lots of haters. <laughs> but listen, you know, with respect to Tom Brady, you know, say what you want about the guy. I mean, maybe you can, you can label him a cheater or, you know, uh, an arrogant prick, as some people may say. But the guy is a winner. You know, I, I, hate, to, I hate to say it. Like, even if I was like a, a Steelers fan, you know, I would still say that Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. You know, for even if I was a Joe Montana fan, which I, I grew up on Joe Montana. I used to love him. I remember every time I'd throw a spiral, I'd say, Montana. <laughs> so, you know, I'd be like, uh, that was the dude, you know. That guy was the ultimate. He was the comeback kid. And he, used to, he, could, he didn't have a lot of talent or he just didn't have a lot of uh, physical talent, so, so to speak. But he definitely could lead his team to a win, you know. So... It was interesting to see that, and he did. Joe Montana actually did something very similar. Uh, when Joe Montana, towards the end of his career, he left the 49ers, who he won, uh, I think, two championships with, maybe three, I can't remember. But uh, he won multiple, multiple championships with the 49ers, and he left to go to the Chiefs, the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, uh, uh, yesterday. 
and uh, he, he did okay. He actually got him to a super, uh, not a Super Bowl, but he got him to a playoff win, and that was pretty co- cool to watch because I actually did like the Chiefs because they had, you know, there was this game called Tecmo Bowl. It's a video game I used to play when I was younger, and the Chiefs had this guy named uh, Christian Okoye. They had Christian Okoye and Barry Word, and those guys... <laughs> I never actually saw them play. I remember watching the video game. I never saw them play on TV. But those guys were the best running backs. It was funny with uh, with Tecmo Bowl. If you had a guy that was really strong, he would just like knock people over if you try to tackle him. And Christian Okoye uh, against certain teams, if you ran the ball with him, people would just bounce off of him. He wasn't really fast, but <laughs> it was just fun to watch people bounce off him. So I like the Chiefs for that, and to have uh, Joe Montana go to that team, it was it was pretty cool. You know, they actually didn't call him Joe Montana. They had some weird. I don't know, copyright issues or something like that, rights or players' rights. I don't know what it was, but he, they on the game they called him QB Chiefs, uh, you know, quarterback Chiefs because they couldn't use his name for legal reasons. But anyways, uh, he was decent on that game, but you know, you couldn't really encompass with back then. You know, it was eight bit graphics and they didn't have a lot of technology, so you couldn't really encompass his uh, hmm. His goat factor, so to speak. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't encompass his champion factor. You know, he, he, he did not have a lot of physical talent, but he could win a game for you. And, like, you know, on, on that game, it, it was all pretty much about physical talent, you know. So uh, I digress. <laughs> Tom Brady, he, he's, an, he's an interesting character. I'm not going to go through his whole history, but the guy, he was like a backup quarterback in college. He, you know, he started for a couple games when the, when the starter ahead of him got hurt. And he was drafted pretty late, you know, he was drafted in the sixth round, and people didn't think much of him. In fact, when he first came on to the Patriots, I was like, oh, okay, you know, another backup, great, you know. I didn't know anything about Tom Brady. I was a big fan of Drew Bledsoe. He was the quarterback before Tom Brady, and uh, he was the guy for me. When uh, when he went out, Drew Bledsoe, uh, Tom Brady stepped in, and he took over the team pretty much. Drew Bledsoe was <laughs> never to be heard from again, actually, you know, he was, he, you know, he had some stints. Uh, for the for a couple other teams, but he just he wasn't the same guy after he got injured. So Tom Brady took over the Patriots, and um, he had a chip on his shoulder. You know, the guy thought he was great, and I don't blame him. You know, everybody should think that they're great, uh, but he never felt felt like he had a chance. He always felt like he was getting uh, somewhat snubbed, and he did. You know, he was a backup, and then he was a uh, <laughs> a backup again, and then he didn't get a chance to win until like way later on. So you know, it was pretty cool to see him. Yeah, from a standpoint of like being an underdog, but you know he carried that underdog moniker all the way into uh, the, the you know into, into his uh, deep into his professional career. I mean, he was winning Super Bowls, and he still felt like he had a chip on his shoulder. You know, because people would always say naysays, you know, one thing or another. You know, they had the diff- they had a couple scandals and stuff like that. Blamed him for it. Said that he was a, a cheater, and he tried his best to show that he was not a cheater. You know, maybe. It's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to deny uh, something that you don't really have evidence for. They had evidence, but they didn't really, couldn't really trace it back to him specifically. So, Tom Brady, <laughs> in a nutshell, was a guy that it was very controversial for for all intents and purposes. So, I I liked him, or I do like him because you know he's. He's a guy that, you know, there's a lot of people that have controversy around them. You know, there's, uh, there's you know, players like Terrell Owens. Uh, there's Randy Moss, who actually played with uh, Tom Brady. There was quite a few players that had some controversy around them. And people didn't like them because, 
you know, they just were some people that just didn't seem like they had great attitudes. You know, they seemed like they were uh, prima donnas, as they say. You know, they're people that were just kind of uh, glitzy and fancy and never really had much substance. But Tom Brady, even though people disliked him, the guy was a fight. He was a fighter, more or less. You know, he was a he was a champion in the fact that he was always striving to get better. I read his book called The TB12 Method, and he, he had some really interesting. I had, I got some insight on what he does to be the player that he is and he definitely puts a lot of time into his, in, in his preparation to be the athlete that he is it, it reminds me of of uh, lebron james lebron james the other day well actually this is probably two three years ago now i think about it but he said once that he spends a million dollars a year on his personal health a million dollars now the guy makes granted the guy makes like you know 25 30 million dollars a year but i mean i mean extrapolate that a million dollars that you know that's one thirtieth of his income, right? I would say that there's not a lot of people out there that spend one thirtieth of their income on their health. You know, most people spend one thirtieth of their income, or uh, even more than that, on entertainment and you know other things that may bring them joy for the or may bring them happiness for the time being, but it doesn't bring them overall joy because it doesn't improve their quality of life. And I'm not and I'm making a generalization of obviously you can spend money on things that do improve your quality of life that may not necessarily be considered health, but for the most part, a lot of people aren't, you know, going out and they're spending money on, you know, CMOS and uh, getting a personal trainer and, you know, going through, uh, uh, well, in in his book, he talks about how he goes, how he does a neurological test that he uh, undergoes to make sure that he's sharp. So, I mean, I, you could definitely say the average person is not doing that. So, and, and the average football player is not even doing that. So, I like this guy, even though people say a lot about him. I like him because he definitely puts in the effort and he puts in the work. But enough about Tom Brady. It's not about Tom Brady. It's about you. And what I want to talk about is how people may hate on you. They may judge you for who you are or what you do. And, you know, it's it's tough out there. You know, I mean, you want to make sure that you listen to the people. You want to make sure that you're doing right by others. Right. You don't want to be some person that's like a hermit or some person that's just like not listening to anything that society says because then you're going to find yourself (laughs) probably being a hermit or uh, at least a societal outcast so you don't want to do that but at the same time you want to do something that makes you feel like you you are yourself and one thing that i can say that would absolutely help you right away into feeling like you're you're, you are yourself and that you're not being uh judged by others is to not judge yourself because you know there's like as i said before there's a uh, there's a lot of people on this planet is like over over eight over at least seven billion people on this planet that we know of you know maybe more maybe a little bit less but last count there's 7.8 billion so i mean there's a lot of people and you don't want to be one of those people that's judging yourself you know there's so many people that can judge you so why would you add on to that why would you judge yourself now i get that you should judge yourself in a way that you should you know look at what you're doing and maybe try to analyze how you can maybe do things better. But I mean, you shouldn't overanalyze. It's just tough to live your life as it is. And if you're over there scrutinizing your every single move that you do, you're going to be scared to make any moves. And, you know, even if you do the right thing, it's not always going to be the right thing, you know? So it's like, you never know what the future may hold. And I've talked about this many times before, but you don't, you really don't know what the future may hold. So that the only option you really have in this whole situation about belief and you know judgment is just not judge yourself and just go for it if you feel like there's something that you need to do in your life just go for it you know i mean like worry about the consequences later and obviously i'm saying things that like would 
potentially improve your life. I'm not saying go out and do drugs because you want to see what it's like to be high on mushrooms. You know, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that if there's something out there you feel like is going to improve your life or maybe improve the lives of people around you, I would say the most selfish thing to do is to keep it to yourself. Seriously. Seriously. Like if you're doing so, if you have a talent, whatever that talent may be, I mean, maybe that talent is blowing a kazoo underwater. Who knows? But whatever that talent may be, you're selfish for not giving it out to, for, or not trying to give it to the world or show it to the world or display it to the world, you know? I mean, we all are out here trying to do our best and give our best. And if you're holding back, yeah, maybe you may be holding yourself uh, uh, back from like a, a potential disappointment and potential embarrassment, but that's nothing in comparison to the potential greatness that you may experience because of something that you can do that no one else can do. So that's just my short little blurb today that I wanted to, you know, just give to you about believing in yourself because it's really all about like you have to believe in what you do. But and, and uh, on the other note, it's like, you know, you have to believe in what you do, but you, should, you shouldn't believe in yourself so much that you get arrogant and cocky, you know, like obviously look around at what you're doing and see what the effects are, you know, obviously analyze what you're doing. You know, rather than just going out there doing something and just like not paying attention to the results, you know, obviously, you know, the thing is that if you want to get better, you have to look at what you're doing. So, you know, it's partially you have to go out there and just do something without any regard to what people say or think about what you're doing. But at the same time, while you're not paying attention to people, you have to be paying the closest attention to what they're saying. If that makes sense. So you can't pay attention to people's judgment, but you should pay attention to their words. I think it's a better way to put that. So that, that's kind of how that. Yep. So that pretty much sums up what I have for you today. Just believe in yourself, you know, like Tom Brady is <laughs> love him or hate him. The guy is a winner and he's done a lot. For, you know, I mean, I was I, I, this comes up, you know, I was th- I've definitely seen a lot of hate for the guy over the 20 years that he's been an NFL quarterback. But it comes up because I see a lot of people talking about like, you know, the his his hat that he had. that was talking about uh, uh, make America great and how he supports Trump and stuff like that. And, you know, whatever, you know, it's just it's ridiculous. You know, it's like you want to say that you know, people want to talk about love. And then on the same breath, they're talking about how they shouldn't how they don't like somebody because they like someone else that they don't like you know it's like you got to love people no matter what you know stop judging people stop judging yourself for the second that you stop judging yourself you'll find that it's ridiculous to judge other people i guarantee you that because it's like judging other people just shows everybody in the world that you don't care about yourself that you don't have love for yourself because if you had love for yourself you wouldn't judge other people. That's just how it goes. Like you would have, you love yourself so much that you'd see yourself in other people. And you would see that you have flaws and you would see that you have greatness in, inside of you just like everyone else. So, and I think there's a word for that. I think it's called Sonder. I think it's a German word for that called Sonder. And that's the realization that other people have the same more or less uh, personal experience that you do. You know, it's like, a lot of people go around the world thinking that they're the center of the universe, you know, more or less, you know, that the world revolves around them. And obviously, in a way, it does, right? The world revolves around your experience. But at the same time, while the world may revolve around your experience, the realization that other people have that same feeling, I believe, is called sonder. 
in German. So that's a little something new for you today. Uh, just something for you to, I guess, bring to your next party. <laughs> Let people know uh, that the uh, the idea of uh, underst- the idea of or the realization that you uh, aren't the only person in the world and that there's other people that have the same personal uh, perception that you do is Sonder. So yeah, a little something for you. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, so that, anyways, that does it for my day. Uh, I hope that you learned something from this today. At the very minimum, I hope that you learned to love yourself just a little bit more because if you love yourself a little bit more, you have no other choice but to love others the same. All right, check you later. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep good company. Don't forget to subscribe.